Good evening, everyone. It's your girl, Teresa, and welcome to Dear Future Hubby. So, tonight, the title is called Dear Future Husband. So, as you know, I'm going to start off with my poem from my poetry book, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And it reads, His countenance makes him handsome from the inside out. His character is genuine and me he'll deeply care about. Not concerned about the outer, he longs to know my heart. He'll listen attentively, missing me whenever we're apart. He has a good sense of humor and God, he fears him so. He'll seek his face daily his will is his desire. He is monogamous, without a doubt. The two of us becoming one, he will be concerned about my feelings. With him, there's no comparison. He will be a wonderful provider, romantic just the same. He will always think of me. He will give me his last name. Our foundation will be built on God, both desiring to do his will. I dream of being by his side, his presence I'll adore. And again, this is called My Future Husband. So why did I name the title My Future Husband? Well, today you have truly been on my heart and on my mind. Um, whenever we are going through our ups and downs, there are moments in time when especially if you've been married before, which I have, that you start to desire companionship. And so they go in spurts with me. As a matter of fact, I just celebrated, not really celebrated, celebrated, but, you know, I acknowledged <laughs> that as of January the 11th, 2021, I have been abstinent and abstaining from sex for one year so I am trying my best to wait for you, hubby. <laughs> but in the meantime, in between time, um, this is what I'm doing to occupy my time. So, yeah, about that. So pretty much um, whenever you go through certain situations, you know, if you've experienced companionship before, you know what being in marriage feels like, then you'll have your your moments of desiring companionship again and it's not always in the sense of sex sometimes it's just the intimacy the conversations the pillow talks you know the the hugs the when you're you're cooking and then you get a hug from behind just moments of just wanting to feel the presence of another human being that is different than feeling the presence of your children you know so I had that today. I literally had a moment and I had to center myself. And that's something that I learned from my life coach, which I'm so, so grateful. I'm so grateful for the, the lessons that I received from her because I still carry those lessons even now. And I don't even see her, you know, on a regular basis anymore. But I still carry those lessons with me and I still call her my life coach because even in the time that we spent together, I learned so much about life. And so 
in order to keep me grounded and in order to keep me focused, I had to center myself and I had to just glean from all of the positive energy. I had to pull from other conversations that I was hearing other people have, kind of just re-diverting my attention because if you stay somewhere for too long, sometimes that's what causes you to fall into temptation. Now, trust me, I don't have nobody to call, honey, because I didn't made it a point to clear up all of those paths. But at the same time, I'm not trying to start doing something crazy, trying to, you know, dig something out of the archive. <laughs> so I had to make up in my mind, like, okay, you're not lonely because I'm not lonely. I'm, I'm not lonely because God has taught me how not to be lonely. But there was a situation that occurred on last night after my podcast that pretty much it takes me a minute to process sometimes. Like I'll hear news and then I'll, I'll just process it. And it was like a double whammy. So it was, I, I heard some news earlier in the day and I had to process that. Then I heard some news after my podcast last night, then I had to process that. And so literally when it finally, I guess you could say, settled and hit me, I was like, Lord, this is where it would be lovely to have my spouse here where I could just wrap my arms around him and he could just kiss me on my forehead and tell me that it's going to be okay. Sometimes, like I've said before, it's like the child in me still has that desire to receive that unconditional love, that affirmation, those affirmations, the letting me know that it's, it's well with your soul. So I had that moment and then I was like, okay, so what do I do with this energy? So what I decided to do was tap into someone else's energy. Because, you know, even the word says whenever he is weak, whenever we are weak, he is strong. So I literally had to tap into someone else's energy. And so I listened to things that could just encourage me um, and get my mind off because I didn't want to get so sorrowful that I couldn't focus on other things at hand but at the same time my soul was grieving and so I was like okay you got to stay focused Teresa stay focused so what can you do okay this ain't working watching this ain't working you need to hear something that's going to edify the situation like you're going to you need to hear something to pour back into you um and so that's what I did I just I I was I literally seeped I looked for something to encourage my spirit man, my soul, my heart, my mind, my being, because it was necessary. Um, because even though I have learned how to adapt to my current situation, what I'm also noticing is that the way that women are designed we really are, even though we're strong and we can be resilient and we are designed to be the weaker vessel. So it's not intended for us to carry the weight of the world. Now, although because of how everything has orchestrated itself, it's kind of happened like that. It wasn't intended for it to be that way. And then so there... I had a, a moment of just wanting to be the weaker vessel. Like I didn't want to be strong. I didn't, I wanted to go and, you know, 
curl up in a corner and just cry my eyes out and grieve and 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 then it's just like okay Teresa you're a single mom so you can't do that right now you gotta suck it up girl put your big girl panties on and do what you got to do but you can't do that and so once I realized that I couldn't do that then I had to go and find another outlet so for me that was finding something positive to listen to and it helped it really did help and it encouraged me and then it lifted my spirits and next thing you know I was better but I was like God these things are happening and I just felt like the irony of all of it is that I had talked about death on my podcast then I go to Facebook and then I find out that someone dear to me has lost his mother and I was like Lord okay so this is happening this has happened and this is someone that I knew this is a relationship that I honored and cherished and I'm like okay I now have to think on those things that are true that are a virtue that be praiseworthy I now have to remember that to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. I now have to encourage myself as well as this friend because losing a mother, I've watched some of my closest friends lose their mothers. And it didn't matter what the dynamic of the relationship was. When they lost their mothers, a part of them was lost too. And I have witnessed it. I have stood by the side of my best friend when literally she's having to process the death of her mother. I know what that looks like. I've watched people that try to keep it together when their heart is completely shattered but they have that whole look like I'm well I'm well but deep down inside they're that child that is like I just lost my mother that is something that is irreplaceable I cannot get her back I have watched so many of my dearest friends go through the suffering of that and my heart has gone out to them in ways and like you feel it when they feel it. You don't feel it to the magnitude that they feel it, but you feel it when they feel it. You can't quite say I understand if you haven't lost your mother. But at the same time, the depth of that loss, a portion of that, because of how you feel for that person, you feel it. You feel it in a different way, but you feel it. And then you got to muster up the strength to encourage them. Then I had, it's, it just, when I think about how valuable life is, but how quickly it fades, I just want 
at this point, and I don't even think that I've ever communicated this to God. So I am being absolutely, totally transparent because I have walked around in a in an in an air of I'm good. But it wasn't until this particular moment that I realized, Lord, I've walked the journey of being single. I know what it is like to be single. I have been content in my singleness. However, I am aging. I am getting older. And I want to share those years, my golden years, with the man that you have intended for me. I want to come home to someone. (laughs) I want to have arguments with someone. I want to make up with someone. And I want to be loved on by the man that God has for me. I'll wait because I know that I'm worth waiting for. But I've never communicated to God the way that I'm communicating tonight. I am ready for my true husband. So I will now conclude this podcast and y'all know how we do it. So I am going to read my letter to my future hubby. If you are also a single woman waiting for your future husband, be encouraged, honey. You are not alone. (laughs) Your desires may be on a different level than mine, but trust me, I can totally relate. So my letter, what I I didn't write anything on the 12th. So I'm literally right. This is what I wrote today. How about that? So January the 13th, 2021, it says, Dear future hubby, today was a little off kilter. I found out after my podcast was completed last night that my dear friend of mine, well, his mother passed away. I've known him and his mother for over 30 years. The blessing is that I understand the miracle of no more suffering. I understand the awareness of being in the presence of God. So I will continue to pray and intercede for those mourning her passing away and pray that they find comfort in knowing that she is no longer in pain. However, as I reflect on the memories, I can't help but confess that it is times like these that I long for my future husband. A bear hug would mean the world to me right now. Life is just so precious. And to think, 30 years flew by as if they were mere seconds. The Bible says, a day in the Lord is 1,000 years. Well, today, you seem a 1,000 years away. I pray you find me soon. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope that y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening. And please, do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself because there is only one you. Be encouraged. God bless.